Welcome back or welcome to the Single Track Podcast. I'm your host, Finn Melanson, and in this episode, we are talking with Hannah Allgood, a professional runner for DinaFit based in Colorado Springs, Colorado, preparing for the 2023 Black Canyon 100K. In this conversation, we talk about her relatively late entry into the sport, where she draws confidence from as a pro trail runner, her motivation to get on the start line at Black Canyon, as well as the level of preparation she puts into each event she does. Before we get started, thanks to Rabbit for sponsoring this episode. Rabbit makes the best trail running apparel in our sport, and if you want to get some for yourself and support the podcast in the process, use code SINGLETRACK20 at checkout on their website for 20% off your next order. With that, let's get started. Hannah Allgood, welcome back to the Single Track Podcast. Thanks for having me, Finn. Great to have you here. And uh, I was thinking about this before we hit record. I think one of the fascinating parts of our sport is you don't have to be a lifer. You can come from a totally <laughs> different discipline or sport midway through the prime of your life and still find a lot of success. And I feel like you fit that mold to some extent. And the reason I bring it up is because you had a recent social post where you said, quote, when I say I wasn't a runner, I mean, I wasn't a runner. Can you talk about this more? Yeah, I think for me, that was something I was kind of thinking about that post for a long time. So like to kind of bring people back to my childhood, I am, um, I love my father very dearly, but from a very young age who, and he would admit this to this day, he always said, yeah, us Osowskis aren't meant to run long distances. And so he has told me that for my, in, literally my entire life, like mm. even when I started doing some ultra stuff, he's like, I just, I really don't know if you should do it. Um, and so that was something. And, you know, I know I'm not the only one to like play different sports and like do that as a kid. But I think one of the biggest things that used to really intimidate me is like when I first started finding this sport in like 2019, I like was looking at all these runners I was amazed by and they were like, you know, they've ran track their whole life and like college track and then had yeah. tried to do all these really long stints. And I was like, man, like I'm 27 and I'm like, just like, maybe I missed my time already. And like, I think that was something that was, has just been different where I think a lot of people are like, oh, like I've always been the same or I've always done this thing. And it's really been something that it's gotten, like I said, a lot further than I thought, but it wasn't so much a context of like, you know, I think if you run, you're a runner. I still yeah. believe that yeah. for sure. But for me, it was just, I don't think people realize that like this really hasn't been a part of my life for that long. And so half the time I'm just as surprised as everyone else. <laughs> well, and we'll talk about your 2022 season in a second, which was excellent. But I'm curious, where do you draw confidence from as a professional runner? Man, um, I think the biggest thing is just like, I love seeing what I can do. And I know a lot of people have talked about that more, you know, listening to Courtney DeWalter, Abby Hall, you know, like you versus you, that's that mentality. But I think a lot of it is just like, um, kind of into like some other things that have been on my social media is like, why not me? It's yeah. like, why can't this be me? And yeah. I think when I first started running, like there's been times I remember vividly, like looking in the mirror and just thinking back to myself of like, I can do that too. Like I'm no different than anybody else, but I think it's, this is one of those sports, you know, you just have to, just like any skill in life, you got to put the time in and it's going to, it's going to come whatever that looks like, whether that's, you know, success at any level, it's like, just put the time in and it'll come back to you. So I think it's just remembering that of like, 
kind of, yeah, like, why can't it be me? Like, no, I'm no different than anybody else. I'm putting the work in and then also just fun kind of seeing where I've come in the last four years. And it's like, well, I just want to keep going, see what else is out there, you know? I love that. There's one more quote that I want to unpack with you, which is from another recent post you made where you say, later becomes never. Mm -hmm. And I love that line. And can you unpack that in a both a running and life context, why that's so meaningful to you? Yeah. And I think that's kind of like I said, um, you know, the in the concept of why can't it be me? It's like, well, I'm going to just, I want to shoot my shot and see. And that, yeah, that quote came in early in my life, like I said, last year, 2022. And the first time I ever said it out loud was actually on Debo's podcast right after mm. Gorge 100K. Because for, I mean, for people that, you know, maybe didn't follow my journey, like, Literally no one talked about me before that race. Like, I think I got mentioned, like, I think Zach Marion said, like, my name once. Like, oh, like, she's got pretty good results. But, like, no one knew who I was. And it was just, like, I wasn't even ranked in the top 10 at that point. Like, just – and so I remember standing on the start line and I was like, you know, this could be a day that is, like, the the first day of Hannah, like, in this running space. And so – that kind of came up because it's like, well, if it's not today, like I'm going to give it my all. Cause at the end of the day, I'm going to cross the finish line. I'm going to be tired. And so like, why not do that? And I think in that same context of like starting this running career a little bit later, it's like, I've got to do it now. Cause then I'm never going to do it. I'm only getting right. older every single day. Right. And so I think in a running context, it's just like, why, why not try? Why not put myself in situations that maybe I'm a little bit uncomfortable with, but like, I'm, if I don't do it now, I never will. And then, yeah. And in a life, I think like this last year was obviously a huge thing for my running career, but also just like in life, a lot of things happen to me and loved ones around me that it really Mm. puts in perspective of like, you know, we are really here for a really short time and we don't really know how long that, that time is. And so trying to find the things you love find those people that you love and like spend the time and like, you know, send the messages to people you care about and just take the time to do those little things because there's going to be a point where you, you can't do it. And so it just kind of reminds me every day of like, what's something today that I'll like the future self will be proud of. So, yeah. At least from a name recognition standpoint, I feel like 2022 was a breakthrough year for you. If you reflect back on the racing season, what were you happy with and what are you looking to improve upon for this year? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, not to bring up Gorge again, but I was watching the, I was rewatching the recap like uh, last weekend, and it's crazy to like see myself because I feel like I'm in such a different mental place than I was there. Like, um, and I think the biggest thing from last year was just getting myself into more kind of uncomfortable situations, like putting me myself in races that's like you know, no race is a guarantee, but something like, okay, this race makes me feel a little uncomfortable. The the competition is higher. It's a little bit harder. Um, and I mean, truthfully, I felt like everything really came together except for CCC. So it was like my A race of the year was the only one that really like just kind of kicked me in the face a little bit. And I think that's also good, you know, like if it was going to just be, you know, a perfect season, obviously that would have been fabulous. But I think those little chinks in your armor, like teach you like, Hey, we still have room to grow and like, you still can work on these aspects. And so I think the biggest thing has changed is just my confidence instead of starting on a starting line being like, Oh God, I don't know if I can do this is just, Hey, like I have my race plan and 
you know, there's people around me that are very talented, but I know what I'm capable of and like respecting what they have, but also like, this is my race plan. If I focus on my race plan, I know like where my fitness is that I can, you know, execute. And that's all I can control is focusing on what I'm doing. So I think that's the biggest thing that changed versus like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, racing so-and-so like this is terrifying. Um, and that was, that was a big thing again, after CCC kind of, did, um, you know, a smaller race here in Colorado just to like, you know, a hundred percent, like make sure I'm like, okay, I can race. Right. Like I, it's not over. Like I did it, like <laughs> I can still do it. And then, um, you know, traveling to Thailand was to get back into CCC and get back into kind of that feel of traveling internationally performing well, and then like coming back. So, yeah, I mean, I think growth in a lot of areas and I'm very it's pretty wild to still look back on it for me um in a lot of ways so looking ahead to black canyon next weekend what is exciting you about this race what is motivating you to be on that start line one i'm just like so stoked i'm so excited to race this race like i think it's been a while since i've like really been like i'm pumped but <laughs> you know i had i had the opportunity to go out there on the course um a couple weekends ago which was vital. Like I was so happy I did this because I think Black Canyon has been on my radar for a couple of years. I actually tried to get into it last year and mm. they said no. So <laughs> that's why I did Gorge. So here we are full circle a year later. <laughs> um, but yeah. And so I, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Um, but then now just, I think in the North American circuit, you know, I'm still, I still work a full-time job, so I don't have unlimited PTO as much as I was like, I would have loved to go to like Tarawera or something like that. It's, I think this is like Black Canyon is shaping up to be one of the most competitive, I would say hundred Ks right now in North America, which for me, you know, obviously I want to, obviously I want to win. Obviously I want to get a golden ticket. Those are big motivators, but I think also just like I previously said, like putting myself in situations against really, really strong runners to focus on myself and then putting together a really solid race. So yeah, I'm stoked. I wish it was this weekend, to be honest. (laughs) So from what I heard there, if you do get a ticket to Western States, does that become the focal point of your season or do you go back to Europe and like give another attempt at CCC or UTMB? How does that all shape out? Yeah. So my, my season's a little bit interesting to be honest, um, because I have this and then planning to do Lake Sonoma to make worlds. So it's a bit, um, yeah, my, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I want to do. The biggest thing was putting myself in really competitive races, pulling that out of me because I really think I have to do that. Um, and so, you know, right. It's hard. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. The plan is to get a golden ticket. And then I, after I cross the finish line, we'll either be like, yeah, we're doing States. We're going all the way or, um, but yeah, I think, cause I think Western States is one of those things for sure. Um, the reason why I think it's so challenging in my brain right now is because, you know, I went to Thailand to get back into CCC because right. I have unfinished business with that race, of course. but now with this in there, I'm like, you know, I, I'm kind of still deciding. I think it's going to be something that I really want to run Western and be a part of that entire thing. Um, but I still, it'll, it's kind of like a, a flip of a coin at the moment of like, which do I want to do? Cause I want to do both of them, but I understand like that's a pretty hard double to do. So, yeah. Well, from what I understand, you have an exercise physiology background and you enjoy diving into the training theory and 
putting your own spin on things. How have you been preparing for Black Canyon? Yeah, it's been really fun. I think being in the science world in general makes you like a very, I question a lot of things, which I would say not everybody loves. Like even when I agree with you, I want you to like explain. So I usually question you and, you know, not everybody loves that, but I just like to hear the explanation behind things, Um, especially with trail running, continuing to grow and, you know, hearing all the different things. And even like last week, I think it was last week when Camille's kind of, you know, article came out. I had lots of people asking me questions about that. Like, what are my thoughts? And I think the thing that's really fun about like thinking about training theory is you have kind of these big buckets of different people or people that have been successful. And I think one, you know, you can be successful in a lot of different ways, clearly, but also it's like, how can I find what's been most successful and what will be best for me, best for my athletes, things like that. And so I think Black Canyon um, has been a little bit different, focusing on this is something that I never thought I would do, but I've been watching a lot of film <laughs> on running, which is kind of a nerdy thing to say, but I've like watched who's been successful at these races. What are they yeah. doing? How are they running? What are they doing that's different than the other people? Um, and so I think that's something that has helped me. And then again, like I said, being able to spend some time on the course has been really helpful because when I look at the course profile, I'm like, ah, net downhill, like it's fine, whatever. And I didn't really understand how difficult that course is. And so really getting used to the heat and the sun and then implementing that within my own training, as well as like knowing, you know, we're going to be going fast in the beginning and you have to, um, I know people say like, you know, don't blow up, but like, you're going to have to be, if you want to be in the top three, you're going to have to lay it out there on the line. And so I've kind of changed a little bit, um, in my day-to-day training, just a little bit more, obviously I've been doing more speed work, but kind of the little, it'll like minute things in my training that you, people probably don't pick up on via Strava, um, that I'm just trying to focus a little bit more on. And I've, yeah, just listened to a lot of people and blend some stuff. Like obviously I'm coached by Megan still. So I use Megan stuff. I listen to Coop stuff. I've increased some of like John Albin stuff in my, you know, so I just try to find, and then I see what works for me because everybody's so different. And so you have to like look at it all and then put it down each race. And, um, yeah, this is a very long winded answer. Sorry, but also coming, (laughs) coming, going. (laughs) well, and for me too, like coming from Thailand, you know, the last race I did was a hundred K with 22,000 feet of climbing. So I had basically Mm. six weeks to go from that type of shape to like, Oh, we need to be running really quick. And how do we do that efficiently with making sure that I don't get injured, but also, you know, improving all of those elements since this course in general is probably a little bit different than what I've done in the past. So, yeah. I love that you're such a student of the game. You care so much about the craft. And I want to highlight the fact that you mentioned that you watch running film to study runners. Are you like going, does this mean that you're going back and watching like live streams and stuff or how does that Mm -hmm. work? Yeah, no. So, um, I go back and watch live streams. Like I've, just watch like what, and obviously different video recaps, but then yeah, the live streams of like, again, what is the difference between this person that, you know, ended up not having the day and this person that ended up having the day, how are they running? How are they taking in fuel? And some of that for sure is, um, 
you know, day-to-day specific, you know, the hard part about our sport is you have to show up and it's in a set day. You can't really choose when you feel great. So sometimes it's just not going to be there. But I think finding the people that have been really consistent over the years, some of that, yes, is consistency over time, but some of that, like, Mm. there's a reason why they're still really good. Um, And so focusing on what they're doing and what I feel like I'm missing in my training to kind of hit that next level. Because, you know, at this, at the level we're training, it's, you know, you're trying to get better by 0.5%, you know, so trying to really pick apart what I'm doing and what I can be better at. So, yeah. I think, uh, I think it's so cool that you're leaving no stone unturned <laughs> and you're probably setting a new precedent for what it means to be a professional athlete in a sport. Cause I'm not sure how many folks out there are <laughs> taking it to that extent. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, it's been great chatting. We cannot wait to watch your race unfold next weekend. We'll make sure to link to all of your social media in the show notes. Any final thoughts that you want to leave the listeners with before we go? Yeah, I think the last thing is just shoot your shot, you know, believe in yourself and whatever you do. Like, I think that's the biggest thing is just believe in what you're doing because it's really easy. I think something else for me is like, I don't spend a lot of time on you know, Strava social media, because it really gets in my head or even, even honestly, the ultra running world. Sometimes I, I love our sport more than anything. But when I want look at what people are doing, I'm like, Oh, man, I'm not like running that. So I would just say, like, you know, believe in what you're doing, like, trust the process that you're on, and then, you know, have fun with it and shoot your shot. One last thing before we go. If you are enjoying this Black Canyon pre-race coverage and interested in supporting the podcast, please consider one of the following three options. First, leaving a rating and hitting the subscribe button on Apple and Spotify. Two, becoming a supporter on Patreon, which is linked in the show notes of this episode. Or three, using the single track discount codes with our sponsors, also linked in the show notes. We can't do this without you, so thank you for all the support you are able to provide.